0: I got a joke for you. How many Republicans does it take to screw up a Speaker of the House election? Twenty. All right, that's less of a joke and more of just more of just you know a fact. <laughs> What's up? This is Mark K saves the Republic, and we are now heading into day three of Speaker Palooza um, in the House of Representatives, and it's very exciting. Yesterday was a very exciting day. We've now gone through six votes, six ballots, and we have no idea who is going to be the next Speaker of the House. I mean. We have a pretty good idea who it's going to, we know it's down to three people. There's only three people on the ballot. Every time they vote, one of them is Kevin McCarthy who gets fewer and fewer votes. It seems every time they, they, uh, they try to elect somebody. The other is Hakeem Jeffries, who the Democrats are in lockstep in their support of, which is something you really wish the Republicans could get on board with. And then of course you've got Byron Donalds from Florida, African American Congressperson, somebody who, uh, very conservative at this juncture in his life. And a lot of people are like, Hey, um, he's our new choice. He's the new guy that we want. We trust him. We like him. And in fact, he gets 20 votes, 20 holdout uh, congresspeople, including Matt Gates and Lauren Boebert and Chip Roy and Dan Bishop and all the others, all the usual suspects. They continue to vote again um, in lockstep for their candidate. And it means that we keep watching the uh, C-SPAN. We keep watching the House. We keep watching these people meander around and mingle. And we try to read their lips in between the votes to see who's talking to who and what bad things they're saying about the other one. Um, but then something else that's really exciting, that something else that really that uh, that I, I find really enjoyable is the number of people who now get to make nomination speeches. Because think about this. And this is really a benefit, I think, that people haven't thought about. Um In the old days of two years ago and every other speaker election we've had for 100 years, what happens is you get one Republican to get up and they nominate, you know, Kevin McCarthy or whoever their choice is. Then you have a Democrat get up and they nominate, you know, Nancy Pelosi or Hakeem Jeffries in this case or whoever their choice happens to be. Maybe, maybe you get somebody else jumping in with another name, but basically uh, you get two speeches, you get two nomination speeches, you hear from two people and then you're done. Now, this is really amazing because not only do we have three uh, candidates on every single ballot, but we get different people introducing them and and giving speeches to nominate them every single time. Um, and yesterday, one of our good friends, Kat Kamek from from uh, Florida's third district, it was her turn, and she and I don't know. Listen, I don't know if it was just that everybody was fed up. They're like, "Oh my God, I can't believe we're going to a sixth vote." I don't know if they were just like annoyed tired whatever I don't know if they were hangry I don't know if they just don't like Cat Kamak, but she said something in her speech to nominate Kevin McCarthy which really got the crowd I mean they were really these people were really annoyed here listen I'm gonna I'm gonna play it for you uh I'm gonna play it for you right here here hold on wait hold on here it is right here listen ready but they want us divided They want us to fight each other. That much has been made clear by the popcorn and blankets and alcohol that is coming over there. The house is not in order. And then this lady tries to gavel it all in order. Anyway, so basically what happens is she got some jeers. She got some jeers from the peanut gallery, from the Democrats who, I mean, again, she didn't say anything bad. She said, look, they got popcorn and they've got alcohol and they've got blankets. And I'm pretty sure all of those things have maybe not the alcohol. Maybe that's what they were annoyed by. But we've seen multiple Congress people and senators. Ted Lieu on the very first day tweeted a photo of himself with a bag of popcorn saying, I'm going to go watch the speaker election. It's going to be exciting. You know, they've all turned themselves into the popcorn meme. And and Kat Kamek saying, look, we know that the Democrats are loving this. We know they want us to be divided for as long as possible. They're enjoying the show. And it really, really upset them and it angered them. And that's because Kat Kamek uh, understands something that the Democrats also understand. But a lot of people, a lot of people on the right don't. And that it's actually something I've written in my in my Republican Revolutions for 2023 report, which a ton of you, by the way, uh, have picked up already. You've got a Republican 2023com which is where you can get it. Republican." 2023.com and these are 10 resolutions that I put out um, this year for the Republican Party like you got to, you got to do something you know you got to resolve to make these changes otherwise it's kaputs for all of us and resolution number two I want to share with you a little bit Um, resolution number two is know your enemy know your enemy it's very important before you go into battle to know your enemy and Kat Kamek knows very well that the enemy is the left And that's what she's pointing out. She's saying, look, these people, they are fighting us. They are dividing us. They want it this way. They're having a blast. They're enjoying themselves. They're throwing back drinks and eating popcorn and they got blankets. They're ready to stick around. They want this to go on forever. Um, But the Republicans, a lot of them, are still unclear as to who their enemy is. Um, Now, there's a caveat to this, which I'll get to, but let me just read you what I wrote. Resolution number two, know your enemy. The one thing Democrats excel at is coming together to defeat a common enemy. Sure, they may hate each other and argue with each other and talk smack about each other, but at the end of the day, they hate their common enemy even more. And they will set aside their differences, bury their hatchets, and pool their resources to defeat their common enemy at any and all costs. By the way, we are the common enemy. The lunatic lefties, they have an incredible ability to prioritize their hatred the moderate Speaker of the House who served for 40 years hates the upstart new progressive from New York, but they will gladly hold hands and sing each other's praises when it comes to taking down a Republican. It's a winning strategy that the right has yet to understand, and that must change in 2023. Now, the interesting thing is that Kevin McCarthy, who Kat Kamek was uh, nominating and who a lot of people on the right, 20 of them, a uh, good 10% of the caucus, don't believe should serve as Speaker of the House. Uh, he doesn't really, uh, in my humble opinion, bl- understand that rule either. He doesn't understand that the Democrats are the enemy and they've got to be stopped. And you can see this by the way that he negotiates and moves forward legislation and sides with the Democrats over the Republicans. Uh, you know, his his actions and his words to Liz Cheney about Donald Trump are proof positive that Kevin McCarthy is is doing things for to benefit Kevin McCarthy. And not necessarily the party. And that's the same problem we have with Joe Biden. Joe Biden isn't working for the country as a president should. Joe Biden's working for Joe Biden. And the Democrats aren't working for the country as they should. They're working for themselves. Nancy Pelosi worked every single day to make Nancy Pelosi rich and powerful. And she became both of those things and is still to this day. Um, And that's something something that, that we need to try and avoid. So when you look at the battle going on in the House, Kat's right. The Democrats love, they love what's happening. They, they're, they're lining up, they're sitting down like it's dinner theater with their, with their martinis or their pina coladas, or I don't even know their, their, their who knows? I don't even know what they drink. They probably, drink, you know, let's face it. They probably all drink champagne and their popcorn and their, and their blankets. And they're just, and they're just having a blast. They are living in the moment, watching the Republicans try to figure out who's going to lead them. The problem on the Republican side is that you've got, you've got 201 Republicans who are supporting Kevin McCarthy and 20 who are supporting Byron Donald's. And nobody seems to realize that the enemy is the other side of the aisle. The enemy are the people with the popcorn. The enemy are the people that are trying to open up our border, that are trying to weaken our military, that are trying to destroy our troops morale, that are trying to inundate our children with sexual propaganda, sexualize them, uh, steal their innocence, rob them of their innocence. as, As Ron DeSantis said, in his inauguration speech, and, there, and that's 100% accurate. The enemy of the United States of America, of our republic, are the Democrats. And what Kevin McCarthy probably needs to do is realize that somebody needs to lead this party. And his track record for at least 20 people doesn't lend credence to the, a bit, to the idea that he believes they're the enemy. His track record doesn't embolden people or, or cause people to have trust In his ability to declare war on the sworn enemy of the United States of America and fight him tooth and nail, instead of giving into them and feeding their desires and feeding their needs and stringing them along and coming to terms with some of these destructive practices and and legislative agenda items and just dumb stuff that they want to do, uh, only because it's good for them and it's good for their friends and it's good for their cronies and it's good for their their special interests. And let's face it, there's a lot of Republicans who are who are you know who are paying off special interests as well. I don't want to name any names. So loved her speech. I think it was great. And I think that we need to continue to hammer home the fact that the Democrats are the enemy. But you need a leader who knows that. You need a leader who says, this is who, this is our goal. Our goal is not to negotiate with these people. Our goal is to stop the lunatic left in their tracks. Our goal is not to negotiate with Joe Biden and the Democrat-controlled Senate. Our job is to thwart them at at every turn. Our job is to blow up their railroad tracks and cut their supply lines and uh, steal their stuff. Our job is to make sure that when they wake up and they go to work every single day and they go, all right, time to destroy the country. How are we going to shred the constitution today? What rights can we steal from Americans? And oh, wow, we're at it. How can we take more of their money and and crawl deeper into bed with some of our sworn enemies like China and Ukraine and Russia and all these other places? Uh, When they do that, You need a, you need a steadfast group of individuals, namely the Republican controlled house of representatives to stop them and say, uh, -uh, not today, Satan. And you were not today. Democrats, they're almost interchangeable. Uh, not today. Democrats, we're here to stop you. And not only that, but we're going to go back and we're going to investigate all the bad stuff you've been doing. And we're going to bring you to justice. Kevin McCarthy is, is too entrenched in a bipartisan history. I guess you could say. For a lot of these folks in the in the House of Representatives to believe that he can do anything else, that he could be the leader of the party that's there to stop the evil coming from the other side. Anyway, that's the you got to know your enemy. There's eight. There's nine more, by the way, in here. There's a whole bunch of I'm really proud of this. And I've gotten a a lot of great response. And I think if if Republicans, conservatives, you, me, the media, elected politicians, elected officials, volunteers, whoever, if people read this and they and they listen to these things and they learn these resolutions and really take them to heart then I think that 2023 is going to be a great year for us to set up um, massive victories in 2024. 2023 is going to be a fantastic year where we can actually come together. We can build a foundation. We can die. We can arm ourselves for battle. And when the battle begins in 2024, actually be in a place where we know uh, we're going to have victory over the Democrats. We're going to have victory over them. And we're going to be able to finally save our republic Republican Revolution Resolutions 2013. It's easy to get. Go to Republican2023.com. Republican2023.com. And I'll ship you a copy. We're going to continue to watch. We're going to continue to see what happens today in the House of Representatives. There's going to be at least one more vote. I've heard overnight from Newsmax and a couple of other sources that uh, Kevin McCarthy was able to cut a deal with some of these Republicans. I've only heard that in a couple of places. I don't know if it's true. Uh, But when the when the vote starts again at noon, when they come back into the chamber, we will see. We'll see if these 20 Republicans stand their ground. We'll see if any other Republicans join them. Because here's the other thing, too. As much as Kevin McCarthy is fighting to get this job, these other these other Republicans, these hyper conservatives who really believe he's not the best uh, person for speaker. They're out there fighting as well. They're trying to get more votes. They're trying to get more people, more attrition. They're trying to get more people on their side. And, um, you know, it, it, it may be. It may not be today, it may not be tomorrow, it may not be into next week, um, but eventually somebody's going to have to tap Kevin McCarthy on the shoulder and say, look, the only thing that's holding up uh, the rest of us from doing our job, bringing these people to justice, solidifying our border, you know, cutting all these ridiculous expenditures and saving the republic is you. So maybe, um, you know, maybe maybe it's not your turn. I don't know. Again, I'm not an elected official. I'm just a guy with a microphone and a computer and those are my thoughts. And listen, thank you to everybody who's been sharing this podcast and leaving your comments. I appreciate it. Don't forget to tune into the show today. And don't forget to listen every single day. Uh, because if you listen to me and I listen to you and we all talk to each other and we spread the word of conservatism and republicanism and you know con- constitutionalism and traditionalism to American ideals and moral values, then I really firmly believe in my heart of hearts that we will all one day save the republic.